How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hey Dub Nation, this is Dire Charge. The only place to hear the Warriors basketball is 95-7 the game. What up, Sarge? Warriors win over the Portland Trailblazers, but it doesn't feel like a win. I think more more people were encouraged after the Clippers lost Saturday afternoon, even though they did blow a 22-point lead. But you saw some of the pacing. You saw the youngsters play a little bit. Saw them play a lot, actually. So now we're, you know, we're at an impasse. We are. An inflection point. Andrew Wiggins went 3 of 12, 9 points. He's averaging less than 13 a game. <laughs> less than 13 a game. It's not good enough. You know, you look at Klay Thompson, and he's giving you, wow, he's up to 15 and a half points per game, but he's not shooting the ball well. You know, he's shooting 35% from three. Shooting 40% from the floor. It's not good enough. And the defense isn't there. And he's not a playmaker. So if he doesn't score. He's not impactful. Chris Paul just am I? You know, Chris Paul. He, I don't know if he could play point five basketball. He's been really good this year, but boy, I don't know. I don't know. So Wiggins and Clay are struggling mightily. Looney, he's struggling. That one's really surprising. Like I, I don't understand what has happened for, with Looney. He's played a lot of games. Maybe he needs a couple days off. I don't know. But you don't have any rim protection. This team is 10 and 11, and you got Oklahoma City, Phoenix, and the Clippers on deck. I'm optimistic, Bosse. Oh, I'm well, sure he thank, is not. Thank God the lines are lit because he can't get through right now. <laughs> I got tagged in a few tweets last night. No, I get tagged in tweets every night from him. Have I replied to one? That's another question. <laughs> Get a face on your avatar, Brian, and pull out so maybe I'll reply. No, I love the mystery no, of not I, knowing. I, I, I'm I don't. a dynamic human being. I don't. He could be anybody. Uh, Sean in Oakland, what's happening? You're on like a rust. He's gone. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Sean? Okay, so I'm hearing you guys. Um, I just came to reality, like, Clay's coming off these injuries, right? And I'm thinking, besides them winning the championship after the two years that he came back, He's had a shell of himself because being an athlete and you go through those type of injuries, you're fighting through something. You're fighting through because you know he's coming to the reality like, oh, I'm not that guy I was four or five years ago. I'm not that guy no more. And you're fighting yourself because you're trying to push yourself to be that guy. And you're having glimpses every now and then like, oh, I can still do this. But then it comes back to reality like, no, I can't. So I still give him the benefit of a doubt, like give him some time because – at the same time, we gave a lot of other people time to get better and get back. Wiggins' situation, he's going back to where he was in Minnesota and stuff. And this is something that's like a blanket over the, blanket over the eyes. 
he's always been this guy. Even besides the fact that he played pretty good a few years with Golden State, but Wiggins always been this guy with the other teams that he played for. Now it's in reality like, oh, now we got the Minnesota Wiggins. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. So thinking of trading somebody, the only person I would think about trading right now is is maybe Wiggins because I don't see anything happening right now. He had two. So go ahead. No, no, no. It's interesting. Like everyone's like, oh, it's the Minnesota Wiggins. No, it's worse than the Minnesota Wiggins. Yeah. Like if you just look at if you look at his box scores or whatever they call them, you know, stats year over year over year, it's like the worst version of Andrew Wiggins since like his rookie year. Like it's that bad. It's bad. It's I mean, bad. it's bad. It's it really is. bad. There's no other way to sugarcoat it. But like, here's the other part that I'm looking at. Like, he's in year eleven. You know, Clay's in what year thirteen? Right. Right. Like. Did we expect these guys to be better versions of them? Like, what LeBron does, what Steph does, those are outliers. Getting better or getting more refined or more efficient as time goes on. Like, that's what the rare, rare all-time players do. A lot of guys hit a wall at year 10, 11, 12, 13 and start to taper off and come back down. So I'm looking at Wiggins so far this season. He had the good second half in a 141-139 game against Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Where I thought, okay, he's showing some aggressiveness. He's playing some defense. I can live with that. All right? Then you look, and there were some rough games. Well, he had Cleveland. the 131-point game. Well, no, I was going to get there. Okay. But, uh, what was after, that? After the second second half, but ironically, that was against Oklahoma City, where he scored 31. He entered he- that game 5 of 37 from 3. He goes 5 <laughs> of 8 from 3 in that game alone. All right? Now, only 5 of 37 entering the game. Right. In that Oklahoma City game. Now, I'll give him credit. The next five started with that 31-point night against Oklahoma City. He went 11 of, let's see, 9, 12, 15. He went 11 of 8, 11, 14, 18. He went 11 of 23 from three, which is not bad for Andrew Wiggins during that five-game stretch. And that ended with the Sacramento game where he had his first double-double of the season, 29 points, 10 rebounds. And we're like, oh, boy, maybe Andrew Wiggins is starting to figure it out. Shooting the three at a 48% clip during that five-game stretch. Okay, wow. Wiggins has maybe figured it out. Then he misses two games because he slams a finger in the car door. Ow! So he doesn't play in the series against the Clippers. I still can't believe that. So he doesn't play in the two games uh, against the Clippers. So he's the guy who's supposed to t- pick up the slack for Klay Thompson in terms of defending the best perimeter player. Well, I'm looking at the perimeter players through Portland, and Shaden Sharp got... His last night, 26-6, and Simon shot a lot, 10-27. He wasn't efficient at all, but, boy, he was blown by everybody. I mean, he had wide-open looks. It wasn't like the Blazers were shooting back. They were getting wide-open looks. They just can't shoot. <laughs> boy, you give up those same looks to Oklahoma City, and you will get torched like they have three times this year against Oklahoma City, although they won one of the games. You gave up 139 and doing it. So I, I, I don't know how you wake up Andrew Wiggins. I, I don't know. Because if I'm I'm looking at a pecking order of issues to fix, I know what Clay is, and I don't think you could fix that. It is what it is with that. I, I I don't know what you could do with Clay, but what can you do with Andrew Wiggins? Because he is a two way player when he wants to be. But maybe Steiny's right. Maybe maybe the championship season was an outlier. Maybe the first two weeks or the first month of last season was an outlier for Andrew Wiggins. Because it certainly seemed like he figured it out. I don't know what this version is. 
but he's not capable of starting. And he's playing small forward again. Look at his body. His body just looks different. Well, you're asking, like, what do you do with Clay Thompson? Well, I think one of the things you do with Clay Thompson is you find a way to get him some corner open threes. That's number one uh, in the offensive set. I don't know. Well, how do you do that? You got to adjust you know your why? system. You know, you, know why you, you know how you do that? By getting guys who could break their man off the Exactly. So how many guys do they have for that? N- none outside of CP3. And I don't think he can do that sustainably at this level Chris Paul, anymore. Uh, Steph Curry. Even Steph, he's getting double teamed. They'll be so. So it's so, hard for him to get downhill. So so I don't. I you got to have. When was the last time we saw a high pick and roll with right. Steph and Draymond That's Green, where Dre's going downhill and you have Clay Thompson in the corner waiting to catch a wide open right. three? Feels now, like forever. Now, now teams are not going to leave Clay Thompson open of because course. he's still Clay Thompson in reputation. But I, I hear you. But that requires having guys who could break their man off the dribble. I know one guy who could do it. He's in Washington D.C. now. So. I, I honestly, guys, fellas, you don't have any guys. Clay Thompson needs. That's why I bring up the Lakers situation with Clay. If Clay was to walk and go to the Lakers, I think he'd be better because you have a guy like LeBron James who could create a wide open looks for everybody. I also don't look think- at Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. Has been revived. Yeah, but Cam Reddish isn't isn't guaranteed certain spots and minutes, and he's also not. He's make, not. He's making a four but million not, over the next. But that's two not years. my point. That's not my point. That's not my point, Shasky. You're missing the point. Clay Thompson in a situation like that will get wide open looks. Cam Reddish, who we thought was a G League player, remember when Cam Reddish signed with the Lakers? He literally bumped Austin Reeves for a starting role. Just pretty unbelievable. Because of the presence and the gravity of LeBron James, so that's what Clay needs. Like a team like Milwaukee, sorry to move you guys. A team like Milwaukee, if they had Clay just standing in the corner with Dame Valeriana and Ted Kumpo, all of a sudden people are like, "Wow, oh, Clay's still a good shooter." He needs got he needs help to create on his team. It doesn't match up. Maybe the system doesn't match. But that's what I'm saying with Clay. So I don't know how you fix him. Andrew Wiggins, I don't know how you fix him. Do you just dock him and just bring him off the bench? I have no idea. I think you stagger the two of them and you play the younger players. And I think I I just you play less of those other two guys of, of Wiggins and Clay Thompson. And I think Looney needs to take a smaller role right now and just see what it looks like for a couple of games. So you play Sarge more minutes at the five, then now you're asking for trouble there too because defensively it's a liability. It's giving take. Just they're at, not a good roster. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you have to you have to you have to minimize some things and play up others. Like at this point, I think playing to their strength, which is some of their shooting, it might, and some of their youth and their athleticism, you're going to have to accept the trade off of lack of defense. It just is what it is. Like because right now, Looney, I get the defense, but I'm not getting any offensive production at all, and it's clogging things up for three or four other players on the offense. Let's go. So to, I, I'm yeah. weakening one of my strengths. Let's go to Tim in Raleigh, North Carolina. Tim, what's happening? What's up, Monte? Monte, you know what to do. When I bring this up, you're going to remember because I remember you on the show talking about it. They just won't do it. I got three things if y'all let me get to it. But since you just asked that one, Monte, you don't remember two years ago Steph Curry, J.K., top of the key pick and roll with J.K. with the ball in his oh, hand. I do. And how he got to the basket with ease. Oh, yeah. You want to know how you open up it? All he needs is two dribbles, Bonte. Nobody's helping yeah. off Steph. You don't remember those two flushes? Oh, oh, oh you I don't, do. You don't oh, think I do. You, you, you said that you said that pick and roll with Clay with JK JK get the mid range at the free throw line. Oh yeah. You asked what I want, Ponte, and yeah. what we want. Let's give the opportunity for this guy to be the best version of himself. Let's get utilize his strengths. Let's get more JK on the court with Draymond. Bonte, we got it. 
You saw it. We saw it his rookie year, and now his jump shot is better than it was then. But then we got it. When have the last, we haven't seen it in two years. Oh, yeah, is he going to dance with somebody? No. Can he take a two-dribble, three-dribble, pull up and shoot over anybody mid-range? Hell, yeah. Can he come down the hill to uh, pick set at the top of the key, two dribbles he's taking off from the dotted line, getting to the free throw line? But I say we not utilize it. But I say let's think about this. <laughs> How many times have we come in here and said, We've won games because of J.K. Toronto last season, Portland, Charlotte last season. Multiple times, Bonte. How many times this year? OKC second half. Last night. Bonte, like, no disrespect to Pajemski or Moody. I love them. We haven't come in here one morning and said we just won that damn game because of them. But look what was said last night by the coach, Bonte. Those two have earned their minutes. How does it feel to be Jonathan Kaminga to hear that? Oh, I know. He ain't earned his minutes. I mean, Tay, you called it out, and I love how you said it. Vontae, you called it out right after he said it to Festus and Chris, and I was hoping they would come back and say, what the hell did he just say? They, that he ain't earned his yet? Vontae, I'm telling you, imagine, Vontae, you're a father. You're a father. You, Jonathan Kaminga, your son. Jonathan Kaminga, your agent. You telling me you want this guy on this damn team? <laughs> this man is not utilizing his strength in any I way possible. But I say, last thing, I'm going to close it out. Okay. Popovich was not afraid to bring Kawhi into the, into the team. Phil Jackson was not afraid to integrate Tony Kukoc and utilize his strength. You didn't see the pain on Kurt's face last night when he had to talk about Kaminga. It wasn't any excitement like he was with Pajewski. Oh, he's in the rotation. In 15 games, he proved to you he's in the rotation. No question about it. That's unbelievable. Thank you, Bonte. Oh, man. What do you think? He said Bonte 16 times, 20 times? At least. Hey, I'm not mad at him. Let's <laughs> well, go back and check the tape there. <laughs> I thought you were going to drop the guru. Bonte, help me. Look, Tim waited on hold for an hour. And I appreciate Tim and Riley Dark So Carolina, now Kaminga is going to be the facilitator for the entire offense. But I know. I'm hearing what he's saying in the pick and roll that Kaminga can't create. Kaminga's an underrated passer. He can't create for others at times. Like, I, I mean, I, he's. It's hard to disagree with Tim because Kaminga does have the little midi in the in the paint, ten feet away from the basket, going to the paint, going to the rim. You see the nine points in the fourth quarter, attacking the paint, attacking the rim. I, I can't disagree with Tim. Man, Kaminga needs to play more. Kim in San Jose. Kim, what's happening? You're on the roast. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. We need a rim protector for that starting five. We need somebody that can block. Make a couple shots and pass the ball out to those those shooters we got. And as far as our second string, man, if our second string is playing together, we got the best second string in the league. Don't know other player, other team wants to see the second string because they're young and bigger and ready to play. But we need a rim protector. They do need one, Kim. I'm not going to lie to you. They do need one because. Paul George says something Saturday that I don't think really fell on the ears of Warrior fans or anybody covered the Warriors. Maybe they did. Maybe it did. But Paul George said, we knew they don't have rim protection. So we started attacking the basket, and that's when the pick-and-pop game came into play. Boy, I need Gary St. Jean. When I talk pick-and-pop, nobody says it like Gary St. Jean. The pick-and-pop game, I miss Gary St. Jean. We've got to book him maybe next week. Uh, But the pick-and-pop game became open for the Clippers. They had 31 assists because Paul George said it. We know they don't have room protection. So now you're slow. Your point of attack defense is not elite. 
I don't know if it's even average. Guys are driving the lane. They're collapsing the defense, and now they're picking a pop. The Blazers had wide open shots that they missed well, yesterday. So here's my solution to all that. Like, Rick, like this is what I would do. Okay, and I, I think we're now. I'm just gonna just say what I would do. I'm starting Steph, Moody, Wiggins, Kaminga, and Draymond, and I'm having CP3, Sarich, and Clay Thompson come off the bench, and we're gonna stagger some of the minutes, and some young guys will play with some of the older guys. It's not a catch-all, but I would just see what that looks like for can a couple. I, of can weeks. I ask? Why Wiggins deserves to start over Clay Thompson? It just strictly because I think Saric, CP3, and Clay will look good together on the floor, and you could balance the floor a little with a passing big who could shoot beyond the arc, and with CP3 setting them up, I think you'll get a more efficient, better version, and you need a, a clear scorer on the floor with that second unit, and I think Clay provides that. And when you have CP3 with him, I like it. Are you going to yeah. take a hit defensively? Sure. Sure, but it's the second unit. So... I mean, like I, I'm just trying. I'm experimenting here. No, I'm. Uh, I, you know, I suggested that a couple weeks ago that Clay should probably play with CP3 and Sarge because it opens up. So you listen to me. I, I'm glad you. You know. He... So what would your starting five be for a couple? Games? I don't care who the starting five is, but I do agree that Clay should probably play with CP3 and Sarge because maybe Clay needs to play with a slower pace. So like, if if uh, I'm looking but, at it this but way, when it comes to starters, like here's the deal. You start these guys and it starts off rough. We know what's going to happen. Steve Kerr's going to revert to going back to the veterans. And Steve Kerr just said this last but you week. You have nothing to lose. Well, Steve Kerr just said this. Playing good. Steve Kerr just said this last week on Willard and Dibs. The guys who are going to drive us winning a title or not, we know who they are, right? There's Steph, Draymond, Wiggs, Bloon, uh, you know, Clay. Like those guys, they were the ones, oh uh, Gary. You know, huge part of that championship a year and a half ago. So we know those are the guys that have to perform at a high level if we're going to compete for a title. So the guys who are going to determine our season are our our main guys, our key guys, right? Are the guys who make all the money? They're the ones who determine winning and losing. Um, I think our young guys are all developing. And they're, you know, they're 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 developing at different stages. You you try to help the development process. You fit them in here and there. But this season is about winning a championship. Uh, so that means for me, I am going to lean in to our starters. I'm going to lean into our key guys, and I'm going to give them uh, all the space they need to find their rhythm, to establish, you know, who they are, and. Once that happens, it'll make the roles much easier to play for the young guys. Um, if you want to, if you want to bail out on the old guys and plug the young guys in, then you're talking about an entirely different uh, goal. And that, that's that's now you're talking about the future. You're not talking about winning a championship because those guys aren't ready to, to do that. So that was that was last Wednesday, correct? Last Wednesday when Steve Kerr joined Willard Dibs. And real quick, Chas, before you get in on this, I just want to play what Steve Kerr said. Last night. This is literally a week later. Literally a week later. A week later, Steve Kerr said this about the starting lineup. We talk about it every day. I've really been patient and hoping to get our first unit, you know, from the last couple of years um, into a good groove. It's just easier to play and to coach uh, when everybody knows exactly where they fit in. Role players, uh, it's easier to play a role when kind of a set rotation and, you know, the, the stars are playing well and all that. So everything, you know, the puzzle kind of fits. So to be honest, the puzzle hasn't fit. 
this year. And we've had a lot of guys playing well, but um, we we may have to think about you know moving the the starting lineup around. Thank you. Game to game, depending on who we're facing, I'd still prefer to get something solid, but um, we haven't really established uh, anything this year, and and. Uh, you know, we're a quarter of the way through, so there's definitely, uh, you know, a lot of thought that's going to have to go into this. You know, Steve Curry just changed his starting lineup like five straight games. In the playoffs last year, when we talk about best net rating with the starting lineup, the Warriors had six different lineups in 13 playoff games. So, what so he, you think he's kind of full of it on that, I guess? No, I'm saying that what, what, uh, yeah. this is it's no big, like, I get that he wants a set starting five, but hell, during their championship years, how many times did we see a different center? Well, it, it, a lot. Like, like, yeah, honestly, a lot. Hell, the biggest move they made in the first taking, championship yes. was taking Andrew Bogut out of the starting lineup. And, and, and play. I'm glad you brought up the first championship because I want to be like, dog, you were at the forefront of playing <laughs> second year player Draymond Green and second year player Harrison Barnes. I don't know, 79 of 82 games in the starting lineup that year. Like, we know that you closed with 30-year-old Andrew Bogut, and at times you were closing with 31-year-old Andre Iguodala. But you started the game 79 out of 82 times with Draymond and Harrison, who were in their second year. Yep. And Clay was in his third year that year. Now, look, I get it. It's different, and things have changed. This lineup, Steph, Moody, the one that I would like to start. Steph, Moody, Wiggins, Kaminga, Dre. It's two young guys who are in their third year. Not rookies. They're in their third year. And no one is saying that you're playing Pajemski, Moody, Kaminga, Trace Jackson Davis as starters for 35 minutes a game. I'm saying I'm starting the game for a couple minutes there, and I'm seeing where it goes. And then I'm going to have CP3, Sarge, and Clay Thompson, and some other combinations of guys going out on that floor. That's how I would have my rotation. Well, let's see how it works out Friday. That's what Steve Kerr said. I'm sure Willard Dibs will ask. About to start your night up today at 5 o'clock. Willard and Dibs will be joined by Steve Kerr as they are weekly at 5 o'clock. What will he do with the starting lineup? Are there really going to be changes to the starting lineup? I think you got to make something shake before you make some deals. You got to make something shake. What would shake, your lineup then, be? I, I don't know. I Steph and Dre and everything else is a toss-up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Everything's else in So play. what's more important then? Is there a player that you have? Who's the player you got to get going and the combination that you need to surround that guy to get going? Well, I, I would think Andrew Wiggins. So what works for him? What works for him is being more consistent. I don't know what works for him right now. Because <laughs> nothing has worked for him right now, Sasky. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find like, a like, I'm so not, I'm, I hear you're trying to find solutions. I'm, trying, I'm to find. trying to find solutions too. But we need to have no rim protection right now. Anything could go. I'm good with anything. I just want to win, and I want to have the best opportunity to win a damn championship. Well, and that's why the reason why so I, wanna... I don't care who start. Like I, I've been consistent on this all damn season. But it feels like they all, dig all a season. hole. I know that you say this. Like I don't care who starts, but it, it just my eyeballs are telling me it's like, damn, it feels like they're in a hole every first quarter. Well, well it does feel like that. But again, here's where the problem's going to come: the minute somebody doesn't finish, and I'm looking at Clay Thompson, and I'm looking at him with uh, well, Andrew CP3 Wiggins. Didn't start. Didn't finish and, last and, night. And, CP, and you think he's happy? I don't. If he's happy. Well, I'm telling you, he's not happy, and it's going to be a problem soon if they continue to lose games. Well, if they continue to lose games, CP3 told you when he was coming off the bench and they were winning. Yeah, it's still an adjustment for me. Well, guess what? Scared money don't make money. So if you're worried about feelings, we're in the wrong business. So, Dublin Marge, and I respect Dublin Marge's opinion before we go to Casey and Marin. Dublin Marge, what works for Wiggs is that he's a third option. 
Problem is, Warriors don't have a second option right it, now. It's the number one problem. So we're in trouble regardless, right? Casey and Marin, what's happening? Gentlemen, good morning. Um, for me, this this Warriors franchise is looking like the Giants franchise of 15, 16, 17. Keep it on the big names to appease the fans instead of making some really cold-blooded decisions and getting rid of aging, very expensive players who are becoming detrimental to the Warriors. I, I love Clay. He's my goat of goats. He's the greatest player of all time, in my opinion. I love him. But I hope he doesn't play another minute for the, for the Warriors because <laughs> the money he's going to want next year, combined with his age now and his play, it, it doesn't add up to a championship team. Um, Draymond is, is a unicorn of unicorn players. But we have to look to the future until we, until this team, it's going to be another, it's going to be another band-aid roster uh, that looks like Robert Rao put it together. Time is now. You must make some moves in order to get younger and less expensive. All right, that's Casey and Moran. I haven't heard uh, the name Robert Rao in yeah, such a and long that's time. why I'm moving on because I'm getting PTSD no, right now. I've not you know, heard. I don't know how many times um, people. If Robert Rao walked into this room right now, I wouldn't know what he was. Yeah, I don't know how many how many times I got to say this on the show, but what? it seems like some people just. Hey, I shouldn't even go there. I, I'm, I'm gonna let's go to Marvin in San Francisco. Marvin, what's happening? There's Mark? some idiots out there. How you doing? There's some idiots how out there doing, putting guys? words in people's mouths. You shouldn't do that. Marvin in San Francisco, what's happening? Hey, how you doing? Um, my, I'm going to use Taylor Swift's lyric. Let's calm down. Let's go back and listen to your broadcast after the 49ers had lost their third game in a row, and think about all the things you said they should do well, then. You know, I, I was off that Monday. I was off, so I don't know what was well, said. And, and let's be also fair. They also have CMC in his prime, Trent in his right. prime. <laughs> A Kittle in his prime, Ayuk in his prime, Debo in his prime, Fred Warner in his prime, Bosa in his prime. Like, do I need to keep going? Who's in their prime on the Warriors right now? Go ahead, Marvin. Well, I'm optimistic because, uh, you know, they were 18-2, and two, and then they were a less than 500 team for two-thirds of the season, and then they won their last eight games, and they won the championship. Veteran teams are like that. The Boston Celtics were the last team to get in the playoffs the last year they won in 1969. They, they went and won the championship. There were eight teams in the uh, league. <sighs> Uh, the, the new guy who we get, if we make a trade, is going to need time to blend in and may not even have the same skill set. The reason Looney looks different is because you got Sarek taking a lot of time and role away from what Looney did in that role that he was playing under that other team. The Warriors stat-wise, believe it or not, I was shocked to see this on ESPN. The Warriors were in the top six, I think, in rim protection. Now, you're confusing defensive rim protection with um, offensive, um, you know, in other words, keeping great shooters away from the basket like Alexander on, in Oklahoma City as opposed to being able to do it generally. We have had the toughest schedule in the NBA by a lot, according to Jason Timp in his videos. And, uh, the, you know, his, ESP, his analysis of the NBA. And I was surprised to see that. But look at the teams we played, and then look, because we had the toughest schedule, we now have the third easiest schedule for the rest well, of this Marvin, season. Marvin, let me tell you something. Let we my have boy the third easiest. Let, let we, my we, boy we, 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 oh, you, you got more, Marvin? Because I could go on I about think, this I whole think he's got more. schedule. I think he's go got ahead, more. Marvin. Go ahead, Marvin. Well, the things that we are bad in stat-wise now, 
a shooting percentage, three-point shooting, and scoring. We're going to get better on. And we're going to do it against a much weaker schedule and teams well, that we've been... They just played well, one of the worst teams in the league Yeah, last and, they, night. and they had to wrap... They and, didn't get their first lead until the fourth quarter, Marvin. It was 90-89. And Portland was missing were, their best scorer, Jimmy Grant. And they didn't have DeAndre Ayton. They got Maurice Steibel. He's not a bad defender. Oh, my God. All right, bye, Marvin. Maurice? Is that cook. his brother? Uh, dude, I, I, Marvin, I love you. I love the optimism. But right now is not the he time for optimism. 1969 on us. I got four and a half hours of sleep. I'm getting a little irritated during the 9 o'clock hour. Steiny starts in an hour. Dude, dude, you could share listen. an opine Celtics 69 <laughs> hey, season dude. with him. I'm getting a little irritated. Some of y'all are getting me a little agitated right now. You better stop. Why yeah. Celtics? How many you teams stop. made the playoffs in 69? I got to look this up. I don't, I don't wake up early in the morning for this nonsense. Damn. 19, is Damn. anyone employed? Right I, now, I, I in swear. the building, who was born in 1969. So, so, so I'm glad he brought up the schedule. I'm glad he brought okay, up that they had that? the fourth toughest schedule, and now they had the third easiest schedule. You don't think other teams are looking at the Warriors and okay, that's our gimme game. That's who we become. Fun when time. I told you guys four weeks ago, nobody fears the Warriors walking into Chase Center anymore. Usually, I remember even at Chase Center and definitely at Oracle Arena, I would watch teams. I would get there at 4 o'clock. Four- How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.